Episode 12. Can you believe that it's been three months of the existence of the Jack and Tuck Pod? It's alarming. It it feels like it's been a long time since we've done this. I don't know why this week. Well, we got. It's only been a week, right? Yeah, no. Well, we've got off of Tuesdays sometimes. So that might be the reason. Mm -hmm. But that would make it shorter. But um, there's a reason that I started this episode with We Are Back because I saw three very important people to us this weekend and i'm going to shout them out right now because they are avid listeners michael drury demetrius hunter and mark israel i saw all three of them wow deach is moving to seattle okay congratulations deach and joe i like joe joe's a good dude yeah moving out to seattle good for them so, yeah, that's, don't just leave yeah. out the other two. Drury's good dude. All I said, all three of them are good dudes, oh, and they're they're okay. avid listeners. Uh, Mark is Mark reached out to me on Monday and was like, "Hey, great to see you." Um, I don't get the Instagram uh, postings for the recordings that come out, so please send me the pod. So the hand to hand delivery that I've been doing recently has just really skyrocketed the listeners. So, it's a lot of effort to hit. We're just send. force feeding it down. people. Yeah, I mean, you're listening whether you like it or not, <laughs> but uh, Drury loves when I say we are back. And so that's why I started this episode. There's one thing that I want to bring up, and I'm probably going to have to put this at the beginning of the pod because it has nothing to do with anything we talked about, but it is content gold. And I'm so happy that it happened to me today. Any company that would decide to reach out to me and ask if I am part of the group that puts together like parties or like group events for my company, and they would want to host us in one of the suites that they own at an event that they are hosting, of all the sport franchises in this area who do you think would be the worst franchise to reach out to me well it depends if they've sold yet or not but they have not sold so who is and they have not been sold and you are right lo and behold i'm gonna read this email because what i'm going to do is i'm going to construct a response and i'll redact all personal information but i will show the world and and all of our followers, what my response is going to be, because I'm constructing one. So to make a very long intro a little bit longer, what occurred is I was reached out to today via email and text message by none other than the Washington Commanders, who asked (laughs) me, who reached out to ask if I was part of the... Uh, I guess, team at my company that puts together 
events or like networking parties and if i would like to host one at a commander's suite so i'm going to read you this guy's email and i'm not going to say his name because i'm in sales i know exactly what this guy is doing mm-hmm. it is his job and i respect that but here we go happy tuesday exclamation point i hope you are having an incredible week so far and thought i'd run this by you period Someone's got to handle the fun in the office, period. That's just terrible (laughs) grammar. Right now, companies are booking their 2023 fall calendars. A, entertaining clients, dash, further nurturing relationships. B, employee appreciation, dash, showing gratitude for all of the hard work. C, recruitment, dash, great way to onboard new team members to connect further with rest of company forgot the great grammar then he re- then he put in a picture of the ed sheeran tour that i guess will be at fedex field and said for reference ed sheeran has been nominated for 107 music awards winning 43 including four grammys this will be Shout one of the highest demand con- concert tours in north america in 2023 not really sure what i'm supposed to do with that information but we mm-hmm. keep going then it's a picture of morgan wallen with additional shows added and the shows listed, FedEx Field is not in the promo. <laughs> Hilarious. For, and then he says it again for reference, comma, Morgan Wallen has been nominated for numerous music awards, which include clearly not as many as Ed Sheeran. One, <laughs> Album of the Year, dash 2022 Academy of Country Music Awards. Two, Favorite Male Country Artist, dash 2022 American Music Awards. Three, Top Country Artist, dash 2021 Billboard Music Awards. This will be one of the highest demand concert tours in North America in 2023. He copy and pasted the same sentence to end the paragraph <laughs> from Ed Sheeran to Morgan Wallen. Then he says, my favorite thing. Please let me know if you have any questions or if you have time to connect over a phone call to talk through everything. And here's the best statement of them all. They are both over 70% full. Oh (laughs) my gosh. We better get this reserved. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to send the longest email response that this guy has ever received. And then I'm going to end it explaining to him that I will not spend one personal (laughs) dollar, nor will I advocate that my company spend one personal dollar until Daniel Snyder, his boss, sells the team. So person that reached out to me, please feel free to reach back out once that has occurred. And if you have any information on the timeline of that, please make me aware. And I'm going to CC Jason Wright. And I can't wait to put this out on Instagram, everywhere. I'm going to redact all personal information. But what a gift I received today. And I cannot wait to send that email. Uh, That just put me in such a good mood. And I can't wait to sit. What's up, Deech? I can't wait to sit down. I get up really early and it's usually like really dark in my office and I like to just hang out in here and I'm just going to construct. I'm going to tell a whole story about my parents were Redskins fans growing up and they attended the last Super Bowl win and we just had the 40th anniversary 
And then I'm going to go into how Daniel Snyder killed my dad's fandom as a yeah. Washington Redskins fan. And I'm 32 years old. And I'm going to give them statistics about how many winning seasons they've had, how many playoff wins they've had. Uh, I'm going to give them reports on attendance rates and what they've done over the past five years. And I'm going to end it, like I said, with telling him that I will not. He is going to that guy. You're going to make that guy's. You're going to make that guy's day at work. He's going to be like, <laughs> I cannot believe this response that I got. I'm going to. I. I and he also texted me. And well, it, you can't it's like you ignore the, that. You ignore that. I know. I'm going to send back the longest email, and I'm going to CC Jason Wright because if I, I have seen on Twitter that people have CC Jason Wright in their response to like season ticket holder stuff. And he'll actually like engage with people, which I really appreciate. So it'll be very interesting to see that would if be he awesome. responds. So awesome. um, more to come. That will be up on our Instagram page. I will post my response. Everyone can enjoy that. But oh my gosh, I cannot <laughs> wait to write that email. Uh, Eagles won. Congratulations, Tuck. I'm a terrible singer, but I was thinking about singing "Hurt So Good" by John Cooper Mellencamp. Oh yeah. Yeah, it give me just really your, your gut reaction. Okay, gut reaction. It's the team. It's it's awesome that I know we've talked about individual awards. It's awesome that Hertz is an MVP finalist. It's awesome that he, he's an offensive player of the year finalist and all this stuff. But they are so good overall. And it's all, I think, the trenches. They have the best O-line and the best D-line. And people... When they were doing this head-to-head matchup, they like to go category by category, and they say, this team has the advantage here, and this team has the advantage here. And they were saying San Francisco has the advantage at D-line because of Bosa, but we had four players with 11 or more sacks. We had, by far, the better defensive line, and I think that was proven early and often. And it's just, they're so good, and and it's such a weird feeling the narrative changes now that they've blown out both teams but going into both weeks there were all these arguments for oh the giants feel like the 07 giants and the niners have the best defense and then they beat them by 24 and it's like well this is the easiest path ever to the super bowl and i think it's just i think it's just us making somebody's look like nobody's i mean we're seven and one against playoff teams hertz is undefeated against playoff teams and they just do it in the trenches and it's so weird to be so confident going into these playoff games because even in 2017, which is technically the 2018 Super Bowl, I was not confident going into those games. It was awesome that Nick Foles well, you did, were the, what he did the whole underdog thing happened. That yeah, even though they were the one seed, we were the underdog right. because of a backup quarterback. But this is like, yep. I watched I watched Niners Cowboys and thought neither of these teams scare me, and then well. we scored 31 on the on the vaunted defense. And then yeah. yeah, you can say the Brock yeah. Purdy thing, but why? But why were why were they without Brock Purdy, Jack? They were without Brock Purdy because we knocked Brock Purdy out of the game. Oh yeah, I mean you still he, not to say it's that not it's good to luck. injure someone. No, it's not good it's not to injure someone, luck. but he was removed from the game because he got hit. Uh, but the path to the Super Bowl has not been a difficult one. Can you agree? The with Vikings could have won. The Cowboys could. But they won. didn't. Right, Look, so, the AFC is clearly better than the NFC. We've been saying no that no the whole that. season. Uh, is the, the path of Daniel Jones, Brock Purdy, Josh Johnson, is it favorable? Yes, but that's why you're the one seed. So Exactly. And we're two, the favorites. Two in the things Super Bowl. can be true at the same time. 
Yes, that's a good you're, way. That's a good way to put you're it. I, I acknowledge right. that. Yeah, you're absolutely right that in the trenches, and really, I think it's from top to bottom. The Eagles are just the most complete team in the NFL, and they've shown that. Which the is plus which minus. Is such a such a foreign feeling. It, sure. It's so. It's one thing to say that. It's another to be a fan and believe it. Because mm-hmm. as fans, you, you're biased and you're emotional and you're like, oh, my God, we're the greatest team ever one week and then we suck the next week. But I've never had this feeling, maybe 04, when I was pretty young. They're just – it's so weird. It, it would be like – well, I almost just made a dangerous comparison. <laughs> but, but it kind of feels like being a fan of the Warriors with Kevin Durant. That's how good. That's how good and confident it feels going into these games. Now, look, they could lose the Super Bowl. Of course, they could. They're playing against yeah, the greatest I, quarterback of all I, time. I'm not ready. To I'm call just telling Jalen you, Hurts, Kevin no, Durant, no, 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 or, or no, Steph no, no, Curry. Not, yeah. No, 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 no. I mean, I mean, because of how good the team is. Oh, like from a confidence like just, level. Yeah, they're just kind of dismantling people, and I understand that it's been an easy path, but. To feel so confident before an NFC championship game is probably a feeling I'll never have again. Sure. And that must be very nice. Uh, I did text you during well, the game, and I want... Also anxiety, and you're waiting for kickoff. It's like anything could happen, and blah, right. blah, blah, blah. But... So with that, I wanted to bring up the text I sent you when the game was clearly in hand. I mean, I hit the Eagles when... Josh Johnson came in the game and McCaffrey <laughs> scored that touchdown. I, I couldn't grab my phone to bet on the Eagles fast enough. And I was like, ding, 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 ding. Please give me the Eagles minus four and a half. So live bet the Eagles. But I did text you. And be honest, from an enjoyment standpoint, at any point where you kind of like, all right, well, this game's over. And, and it's not as much fun. Yeah, it's it's a little bit like as you're watching them run the football down three scores. Yeah, that was. Uh, we'll get to that. Oh, nice. On Un- unofficial yeah. name of yeah. the podcast, we'll get to that. <laughs> but you're playing the Texans in the regular season or something. Like you get excited because your team is playing the game, yeah. but but then it quickly shifts to like. You could tell there was a shift in the crowd to celebration mode, and then oh, that is yeah, equally that's a great as point. fun. That's so, a great point. So it was a very small lull, and then it was like, holy shit, we did it. And then that and, is fun. Oh, I have a great comparison. I know I always bring up the Nationals when we're talking about a run to the championship, but in comparison to the NFC Championship game, I went to game four of the NLCS when we beat the Cardinals. 4-0 in that series, and we scored seven runs in the first inning. And I mean, yeah. it was electric. It was electric. Mm-hmm. I was there. It was just me and my sister uh, in left field. And it was a party for four hours, five hours. It was awesome. So, yeah. Yeah. Reports from boots on the ground, uh, beat reporters and friends that were at the game and stuff. It was a weird vibe in like the second quarter. Because they should have already put the game away. They hadn't really. And there were a bunch of penalties and injuries. And it was like a weird... It took forever. And then apparently it just 180 into the craziest frenzy ever when we scored those two touchdowns in a row. And right. I'm sure it was 
unbelievable. Chris Long was there. He had a, a good tweet of his watch telling him it's too loud. If you're at this decibel level for the next 10 uh, minutes, you might suffer ear damage. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, and good connection to talking about the run in 2017, 2018. He started the underdog thing. And then wasn't it Lane Johnson who kept yeah, wearing Lane Johnson the, with, with yeah. a mask? Uh, and was he, and was he false starting thing. once and for no, all? Can, no, Baldy he wasn't. broke it down. Baldy he, broke it down. He's just, it's so simultaneous that, that it's. That's wild. Jason Peters used to do the same thing. Jason sure. Peters for years looked like he was false starting. But it's just like you either have that insane fast twitch thing. Mm-hmm that I guess some guys are gifted with, but it's so crazy to see a guy so big right. move so fast. It's wild. Um, before we get to the Chiefs Bengals review, there's a lot going on with the Niners. Um, and I think as we're covering all four teams, really uh, it came out what yesterday that reports were saying Purdy tours UCL. UCL, right? Which is like a Tommy John surgery, which, mm-hmm. I mean, that sucks. One, if right. he's getting a second opinion. I mean, what a what a rise in a Cinderella story, like we said last week, uh, to there's a chance we like never see him again. I, it, was I a, don't, it was a funnier narrative that he wasn't actually that hurt and he was just scared. So in my yeah. mind, I'm, I'm sticking with that. But sure. yeah. I mean, Bryce Harper hit a home run to send us to the World Series with a torn UCL. I know it's a totally different sport, and he's not throwing the ball, but uh, hitting a baseball versus. But no, I hope he, I hope he gets better. I, I do, so when I said we'll get to that about mm-hmm. them running the ball, yeah. I don't know how. If I were a football team, and they they said you have no choice, you're going to lose all your quarterbacks, but I'll let you pick a guy to call the plays. I would pick Kyle Shanahan. I would think that he could do something or get someone involved or anything. And there was just no creativity. It, it was pretty wild. Like they tried one Christian McCaffrey pass. Yeah. And that, that was pretty bad. Um, <laughs> he just threw it down the field. Wasn't it I, Kyle Yusick? How do you say his last name? Do you know? Yuschek. Yuschek was Yuschek. The, apparently the emergency QB. And uh, that brings us back to the, the garbage bag game in uh, at the vet between the Redskins and the Eagles when Brian Mitchell had to come in and play quarterback. Uh, mm-hmm. Brian Mitchell, he's, he's on the radio here from 10 to 2, so he's like very the involved. Body with, bag game. Yeah. Uh, he played quarterback in college uh, for the Raging Cajuns down in Louisiana, and so they certainly had that option. I think it was... I think it's Juwan Jennings. Yeah. Was like a top 10 high school recruit at quarterback. And they never even thought about it. They were never yeah. like, oh, this guy's probably got an arm. And that's what I mean about right. creativity. Like they didn't try anybody throwing the ball. Nobody. And it was like, and that, you can't. Let's, to your let's point come back about from enjoyment, like that was, that was quite a white flag by them. Yeah. They were, they were, both teams were just running out the clock. Yeah. Yeah. Both teams were just running out the clock. I was like, this is boring. <laughs> I, I can see that. Was um, like, it was really cool. On. Before we move on to the other game, mm-hmm. it was really cool. The the podium 
celebration and to mm. see how much it means to these guys to do it at home. I, I just can't imagine there's like a better feeling than that. That That's probably so cool. Jalen Hurts gets up there. They're like, you're going on the Super Bowl and the whole crowd's just going nuts and chanting MVP. And it's like, how do you not, how does your head not get this big <laughs> when you, when you do that? I, I know, I know yours would. Oh my God. My head is all, my head <laughs> is that big from watching it. I, my head is this big for Jalen Hurts. Um, but like, I think you bring up a good the point. The mental toughness to to have a whole city behind you like that, I can't imagine. It's so cool. Well, I like the point that you bring up of being able to do that at home uh, for two reasons. One, the Super Bowl is obviously, except for the last two years, which uh, coincidentally were in LA and Tampa, but mm-hmm. usually. That's the last time you're in front of your home fans at home. And, I, and I've and i heard rumblings that they are looking at the championship games being at neutral sites. That would suck. That's, that is such a bummer. And yeah. and the what's really a bummer about it is that if you're hearing rumblings, it's because it's probably going to happen. Yes. A bunch of people, like former agents and stuff. I think Andrew Brandt was one of them. It's like... Well, the Final Four is neutral site, and the college football playoffs are neutral site, and oh. all this other stuff is already neutral site. Way to compare like, professional sports to what? college athletes. Yeah, like what are we doing? It's loser. It's so. It. I'm. I am upset about that, and uh, that just sucks. That's yeah. a really good point because it, it's an advantage. The twelfth man in Seattle or Arrowhead or Philadelphia. Like you're, that's a big advantage in those games. And it's a big reason to fight really hard for the one seat. Yeah. And you're um, just taking it away for money. I think before, well, welcome to the NFL. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we get to the other game though, I would like to get your opinion on D'Amico Ryan's going to Houston on a six year deal. And I mean, I, I totally understand why it's a six year deal. I had said last week I wouldn't hire D'Amico Ryans. Um, I hope I'm wrong. I hope he's successful. Yeah. I, I just want a young offensive. I, I'm not hiring a defense coordinator, uh, mm-hmm. but it's another coordinator that's hired to be a head coach off of Shanahan's staff. Um, D'Amico obviously was drafted by the Texans. Yeah. So there's um, familiarity uh, mm-hmm. between the two. Um, if I was dogs are converging on me, what's that? Sorry, my dogs are converging on me. Sorry (laughs) if I if I lose you. All good. Um, but if I was a head coaching candidate, I would be very much looking at the AFC South compared to any other division in the AFC, and we'll get to the other hire that was uh, reported today. But let's get to the review of the Bengals Chiefs game. Uh, I was definitely pulling for Joe Burrow, I, I, but man, we both Mahomes. went with the opposite of what we wanted. You picked yes, the Chiefs. I did. I picked the Bengals. I like Patrick Mahomes the way you like Joe Burrow. Obviously, yeah. that's all out the window now. But um, you said twenty-seven, twenty-six. Mahomes will do something crazy at the end. Yep. Not, not, not very far off. No. I think the I think the crazy thing that he did was that throw across his body into the end zone 
in, uh, that wasn't near the end, but his right. second touchdown, like yeah. he, he's just the only person that on can fourth do that and one on, on that on, was on that, that ankle. The fourth and one. Or oh, no, that was the Kelsey. No. That was the yeah. Kelsey. Yeah, oh, I'm wrong. No, the one over the middle they threw across his body towards his bad ankle. Like he's just yeah. He has he has a baseball pitcher's arm playing quarterback. Like a starting mm-hmm. pitcher, like a throwing 98 to 102 type arm. I'm not saying he can throw it that fast, but I'm just yeah. making the comparison that like some pitchers are just different and he has a live arm unlike anyone else in the league um and as we talked about the eagles being so deep top to bottom the chiefs are not no they're but one man show. they have mahomes yeah. and kelsey yeah. and, and kelsey they have and they have like the two no one can stop him time. Yes. yeah the <clears throat> kelsey is always open and it's always because he open. doesn't really he run designed open. routes he hangs out in the flat and then he runs yep. around when Mahomes runs around. Yes. And they're just they're so in sync with each other. It's crazy. And I also someone else see... said that. I forget who said that. I apologize if somebody listens to this and is like, someone else said that he hangs out in the right. flat and then runs around. It's like, well, he does. Might have been Fireball. He's been texting us a, a good amount <laughs> uh, during the week, uh, which I certainly appreciate. But Kelsey's like just that in the like an old school power forward in the NBA back when the NBA I love the football had, to basketball comparisons. I love them. We had baseball comparisons too yeah. a few minutes ago. But Kelsey reminds me of that old school four that was like six eight to six ten, enormous, and would grab like fourteen rebounds a game. He's, and he just boxes he's so, out. He's so big, he takes up space. And then he just knows what Mahomes is trying to do. He finds a spot in the defense, usually a zone, because they can't put a linebacker on him because they're not fast enough. They can't put a safety on him because they're not big enough. And he'll just find the open spot. The fast enough thing is interesting because he's not young. And he's still moving the way that he's moving. And he's got years, plural, left of this, which is crazy. Like... (laughs) I don't know. Andy Reid is up there in age, but he's not going to retire while they have Mahomes and Kelsey. No. And it's just like, you're going to get that. We talked about it last week. They have five straight hosted NFC, AFC championships. Insane. And it's like they lost Tyreek Hill and made the Super Bowl. So, so next year, uh, they're probably going to add much. some speedy receiver. Yeah. Thank you very much they for already bringing signed that John up. Ross. Remember John Ross? He ran yeah, like John a Ross. Ninth, yeah. ninth pick by the yeah. Cincinnati Bengals in uh, 2017. They, oh, they signed him to a future contract. So future he's already, contract. yeah, he's already on the team next year. Um, but no, they're just, you get, <laughs> so five years ago, the Eagles won the Super Bowl, went through a complete rebuild. Yeah. They have a different coach and a different quarterback and a lot of other, different, all different receivers and all that stuff. But they found a way to get back. And meanwhile, it's just like, well, no, we had Mahomes the whole time, and we're going to have Mahomes for the next <laughs> 10 years. And it's like, well, I wish I yeah. could do it that way. That's yeah. a – they're probably a little bit more of a Kevin Durant on the Warriors type situation. Oh, but they're yeah. not even the There's Warriors. There's been a lot of uh, comparisons of 
Mahomes plays football like uh, Steph Curry. I, yeah. I think you're giving Durant a little bit too much respect. Durant is uh, well, no, it was be- it was when they signed Durant that they became like unbeatable. Oh yeah, yeah okay, I, mean. I I see what you're saying. Yeah, um, hard to root against Andy Reid. Um, the guy is just a couple more Super Bowls. Like he's, he's the walrus. <laughs> yeah, he is. He loves <laughs> cheeseburgers. You brought up Tyreek Hill. So, and mm-hmm. I was thinking about this during the game. Um, you made the point a number of episodes ago when we were like in the middle of the season that signing a wide receiver is like the new thing now because it completely changes your team. Mm-hmm. I know what my <laughs> argument is. I'm not, and I, I'm probably more on your side than uh, I'm giving off, but it, just for the sake of the conversation, yeah. does this change your opinion at all? No, because I, I think of Kelsey as a wide receiver. He's like, Okay. He's such a pass catching tight end. Mm-hmm. And like they, they talk about him entering the greatest of all time with Gronk. And the the only argument from Gronk, for Gronk is that he was also a great blocker. Yeah. Because pass catching, it's Kelsey. So maybe I should have just advised my thing to yeah, if you can get a great pass catching tight end, that can change your life to like a Kittle or Kelsey. I, but, I think Mahomes is just the exception to the rule. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I, it, he's he's the exception to every rule. He's yeah. you were talking about live arm. He doesn't throw like zero interceptions. Like Aaron Rodgers in his prime would have this crazy right. touchdown to interception ratio. He throws a few, but he's like a gunslinger that doesn't get burnt by it. Almost, he's the exception to that rule too. He does all yep. this stupid stuff that works, except for that hilarious play where he just dropped the ball. That was yes. a great fumble. That was in the fourth quarter of a conference championship game. And at no point was I like, oh, that's going to cost him the game. I know. It's like, no, he's going to get it back and he's going to score. I was watching Um, the commanders. I feel like game over. (laughs) So speaking of wide receivers, the Bengals have quite a few good ones. And Burrow, do you put how much, if any, do you put that loss on him? Hmm. He did have two picks. Yeah. Uh, One was a deflection, though. Right, I think so. You put one on him if I'm if I'm correct. Um, let me pull up his stat line. So you, yeah, two picks. Two uh, picks. Was one, it at least one, one deflection? Yeah, one was a deflection. Yeah. So one on him. We just got talking about. We just got done talking about Mahomes, throws picks and and kind of doesn't really care. Mm-hmm. Comes back. I think Burrow is well, the same I'm not, way. The reason I ask is I'm not I'm not seeing a lot of Burrow didn't live up to it. But I think the argument for that is. Last week, we talked about how his backup offensive lineman played really well in the mm-hmm. divisional round. They mm-hmm. did not play really well yesterday Sunday. I think he's also getting a pass because of the OSI play. Burrow yeah. put the yeah. team in a position to win, okay? And and you said Mahomes did, did something crazy in the fourth quarter. He did. But the bigger play was Sky Moore's punt return, which occurred yep. because of a block in the back. The argument could be no. Made. It's uh so to the Mahomes point, his fourth quarter was really bad. Their four possessions were punt, fumble, punt, and then on that last drive where he got them in field goal range, he didn't complete yeah. a pass right. on that drive. Oh wow, wow. Yeah. So he it wasn't like this all time Goliath moment. Right. It, it was the aside play. Which so, definitely, and, which definitely is a penalty, by the way. Like, it's a penalty. Was, it the, sucks. That was the right call. 
yeah. it sucks. And I know my gut reaction. And it's because I guess I'm in favor of referees swallowing the whistle at the end of the game and let the players decide. I just remember watching it, and it's probably because I was pulling for the Bengals, but I was like, don't, don't, don't call that. Yeah. Don't call that. And they did. And it, they were correct. Um, but I think Burrow is getting the pass because if that doesn't happen, Burrow played the same game and he wins mm-hmm. and he beats Mahomes for a fourth time. So that's why. Like his stat line wasn't fantastic. Uh, the game actually hit the under. I lost that. Um <laughs> Because it was the line was forty eight and they only scored what it was twenty three twenty. Yeah, twenty three twenty. Yeah, the the game itself didn't lend to um, a high scoring affair. The game didn't lend itself for ridiculous QB statistics. Burrow put the team in a position to win at the end. Yeah, I, I think it's so dumb that they have Jay Feely come in and it's like you're special teams go to for Nance and Romo because it's like, shut up kicker. But Mm -hmm. I do remember he kept saying neither kicker was hitting kicks from, I think it was above 52 yards. So Butler has a strong leg. Yeah. And he does. And and he was saying, right. And that was what, like 45 45. yards. Yeah. And it was pretty close. So, um, that's why I think the two of them are going to battle it out in the AFC championships for years to come. I think you and I have both stated that uh, we think Josh Allen is not up to par with those two. And the way he plays football, I don't think he will be able to continue to compete. Um, I would like to go on record of saying something about that. I I believe in Lamar Jackson. Okay. The Ravens, the believe, Ravens don't. I believe in I believe in Harbaugh. Okay. And he's going to get exclusive franchise tag next year, which also came out today. We so are getting be back. to the professional podcasters level because what a fantastic segue into a few things that I wanted to talk about. Please proceed. I think next year the Ravens are going to be really good. And I don't think it's a given that Burrow will be back. The Raiders could be really good with Tom Brady. The Jets could be really good with Aaron Rodgers. The Chargers could make a leap with Kellen Moore. The AFC is loaded. I love being in the NFC. Uh, yes, and I, I just disagree. Um, I don't I think know. your quarterback. I don't think it's and, like that popular of a. No, I think you're uh, in the majority. Yeah, I think I'm in the ma- majority. Um, I think Lamar Jackson is really entertaining. I think he's a great dude. Um, I hope he. I hope they put him in position with an offensive coordinator that I'm wrong. I was wrong about Jalen Hurts, but his passing statistics, if you look over the past couple of years, are declining. He's played half the games over the last two years. And from a franchise standpoint, the message that you are sending out, not only to the fan base, but to the team, we are incapable of signing him long term so we're going to franchise him let's everyone know that this is over after a year maybe well, we, were, we, we were talking about the importance of receivers yeah the, the franchise has disregarded that position forever completely, completely. which is an amazing strategy no which, we've got this quarterback who 
we can see all these other young quarterbacks take a leap when they get the number one receiver, but we'll just get Greg Roman to do all this running stuff with Lamar. And so what is a podcast for? If it's not to put your foot in your mouth and be proven wrong much later, but I just wanted to put it out there that the Ravens are going to be really good. They're going to sign Deandre Hopkins or trade for him, whatever you have to do to get him. And then they're going to make it to arrowhead at for the sixth annual hosting of the AFC championship. But anyway, let's get, let's move on to the coaching and, and the things you wanted to talk about. Well, the I, other... I wanted to get your take on Lamar. I think that's your top headline from a player standpoint going into the off season. Um, Ravens are an extremely well-run franchise. It's, I think it's uh, interesting to watch them be put into this position but I think they're also being very smart. They're not giving him $200 million guaranteed. And they, they're not going to do it. I think it's $33 million came out today is the number for the franchise tag quarterback. Uh, well, no, the I exclusive just, 45. Oh, oh, the exclusive. The exclusive they're, so if they're you're putting Lamar, the exclusive. Yeah. Like, it's $45 million, man. You can't be that upset. What if you break your leg? Yeah, no, it's not 250 I, I get that. Right. But if you break your leg, someone else is going to give you 30 the next year. Yeah. And then you're at Probably. 70. <laughs> and then, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I no, I mean, look, Kirk Cousins rode the franchise tag roller coaster to at half time, a billion. An, yeah, an enormous <laughs> contract from the Vikings just to be a middle of the road quarterback. Good for him. Um, them putting the franchise tag on, I, I think, sends a message that we know this is not going to be long term. And I think from a culture standpoint, the players, as they should, 100 percent believe in Lamar. And I think there's there is a chance for a little bit of divide, especially if they start mm-hmm. the year out slow. Um, the AFC is not getting easier, I think. No, you hate to see that. You hate to see the divide and the. And the- Right. And part of what makes this season special for Hertz is that there was such a definite, this is your chance. You get yes. one chance. Yeah. And if they're going to do that to Lamar, like that's so much pressure. It, it's, it's crazy. And I yeah, understand and he could. breaking your leg, but, yeah. but uh, I don't think he has one playoff win. He has an MVP. Mm-hmm. He is a human highlight reel. He's, box office, all these things. Oh, yeah. I don't think if next year goes the way this year went, I don't think he has already done enough to get that, like, super max in NBA terms from somebody else. If the Ravens are clearly like, this is your chance, and and they win 11 games and lose in the playoffs, Mm -hmm. do you think someone else, and he's healthy, so, so let's hypothetically they win 11 games yeah. they go to the wild card round they lose in the wild card round and the ratings yep. are like well we're kind of right back where we started do you think somebody else comes in and is like here's 200 million dollars yes okay i think miami i think depending on what happens with the ownership of the commanders <laughs> I, I think hope, commanders I would hope it was someone in the nfc yeah <laughs> i would right um it's hard to project that far out but yeah, no. I, I just think with what the Ravens are doing with the franchise tag, they're pricing themselves out for any type of long-term deal. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it, it becomes insane 
Um, but fascinating. It's just such a the franchise tag is so fascinating. Yeah, because we just said the same thing. It like the Commanders might have to franchise tag Deron Payne, and right, it's but it makes I, a little just, bit more from sense a for him. Standpoint, like like Lamar would feel slighted. He would feel disrespected. Right. Getting forty five million dollars. Right. I'd, like, I'd like to know what that feels like. Yeah, it's like. Oh man, my work really doesn't value me. They only offered me forty-five million dollars. <laughs> but when you've got a chance for two hundred, I, I, yeah, I get it. I get it. it you're, uh, yeah. But like, it's also it's all, it's and, all relevant. If you're the team, but then if you're the team, you're like, what are you slighted about? We're giving you forty-five million dollars right. for this one year. It's, it's like Orlando Brown coming out and saying, like, put some respect on Patrick Mahomes' name. Like who is not putting respect on Patrick Mahomes' you, name? You said you, you, I think I think he don't he doesn't want he don't want he doesn't want a top two conversation. He wants Mahomes, and then who is next? Uh, okay, if that's his level of disrespect, then I guess count me in. But I did pick him well, to win. I'm, but I'm sorry, he I lost to Joe Burrow three camp. straight times. Yeah, but I'm in that camp. I'm in. The he Mahomes, lost to Joe Burrow and then three everybody times. Else. I understand, but he lost three times. He did, but now oh. that he won, maybe you will put some respect on his name. Maybe I will put some respect. <laughs> well, with that, let's make our predictions. You don't have to go. I'm taking the the experience of the Chiefs. Uh, I, I just think Sirianni. The Super Bowl is different. It's oh different. for sure. Anything could happen. So uh, totally agree. There's nothing that would really surprise me. Either right. team winning by twenty wouldn't really surprise me that, because like no, you that said would, it's the super Bowl. that would surprise me i think it's going okay to be so these I, are the two best teams i don't i don't think it's going to be close and this really? is kind of what i mean about the confidence level okay. thing our defensive line is going to ruin their offensive line and he can't move two weeks, and he's got two weeks yes he does but i they scored 23 our def- i understand the bengal's defense is pretty solid our defense is better we sure. have the number That's one pass argument. defense. Yep. And and the reason we have that, I mentioned this last week, is that you have Bradbury and Slay, and you have four yep. guys that have 11-plus sacks running at you, including one who now has 19-and-a-half sacks. Wow. Um, I think it's a great point. And if you look back at how he lost to Tampa, uh, it was pressure up the he middle. He was under duress. He was under he duress. Was under duress. And how did the best quarterback that has ever lived lose both of his Super Bowls against the Giants, a pressure uh, and under duress the entire game. So I think your point is extremely well made. I think it's going to be close unless in like the first or second quarter he comes in and gets hurt. And then it, right, it but completely also, changes, changes everything. He, the game you're referring to against the Bucks, I'm a, mm-hmm. have you seen the video of the Bucks defense talking about him during that oh. game? No. They're all gushing over him on the sidelines the Bucks defense during the game because they have him in hell and he's making throws that people are dropping like right. he's just like sidearm <laughs> falling one way throwing it the other way yeah and it's like hitting Tyreek Hill right here and then hitting his face mask and and they're going to the sideline like holy shit this guy is amazing I'll so yeah he could, he could be under duress and still make plays he, he could make one guy miss, and then Kelsey does some crazy yep. ad lib, and Boxes then there you out. go. So that's why I mean nothing would really surprise me. Uh, um, 
I also it either, give me the Chiefs plus work. two and a half. They're, it will either work for their offense right. or it won't. Like, <laughs> I think we're going to score somewhere between 20 to 27, no matter what. And the question yeah. is, what do they score? What do they score? It's yeah. it's a it, from an entertainment standpoint. I know everyone was talking about the NFL is yeah. rigged. I'm not even going to give that time on here. This is the most entertaining matchup. I I saw a couple things like, oh, not an interesting Super Bowl. <laughs> like what? <laughs> yeah, it, it's the two it's the two teams that if people were being honest the whole year, yes. they would have been one and two in the power rankings every week. Sure, and. That's what it sometimes it works like that, sometimes it doesn't. Yep. And so uh as we're kind of winding down here, I wanted to bring up two things. Um one kind of alludes to the coaching carousel that we were uh, talking about earlier. Reports came out today that it looks like Sean Payton is going to the Broncos. Mm-hmm. Why? Well, not only that why. So I think you're missing part of did you see the conflicting reports between Rappaport and Schefter? No. Rappaport said that the the Broncos made a push today for D'Amico Ryans and he turned them down again and so then they went to Peyton and then Schefter is like, no, 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 they wanted Peyton all along. Right, because Schefter's in, Schefter's like all he's these owners, little good boy. Exactly. Like he's just a little boy. I definitely believe Rappaport about yes. that. I totally Which is awesome. That's so cool because it's the same exact thing with with Aaron Rodgers. They tried to get Aaron Rodgers, couldn't, yeah. so they got Russell Wilson. And yeah. then they tried to get he's, this coach and couldn't, so they got gone. this other one. Uh, and, but, and I saw – so my big point about that is I can't imagine trading a first-round pick for a coach. Happened a, a, a number of times. But I just – I would be furious. John Gruden was traded uh, from the Raiders the first time for a first-round pick. By the box so who is, who the, is the greatest coach of all time, Jack? I well, I thought you were going to say Belichick right away. I thought I was going to as well. Um, but now and you're that thinking about probably Andy be Reed. my answer. But I, let's come back in a year, okay? Okay. If Brady well, if Brady wins another Super Bowl for another team, Belichick is not the best coach of all time. Okay. Well, for the sake of the argument, would yeah. you trade a first round pick? for bill belichick right now i don't know if i would because that, that's what I mean. that's against my whole principle of i want a young offensive mind you get so an offensive mind. yeah that, yeah mind. get no i wouldn't and I, i'll that's a good, change that's my a good uh, title for the episode we're out on belichick we're out on belichick i'm out he's he's old he's i've reports have come out he only wants to work with people that want to work his way and i, I no nope no thing Nothing. I'm out. Out on Belichick. Um, if I were a, a Broncos fan, which they do have a lot, I, mm-hmm. sometimes I I hear like somebody tweeted, "Oh, all if you were a Texans fan today, you probably feel really good." And it's like, who is a Texans fan? But the Broncos have a legit fan base, yeah. and I'm sure they're excited. And I just feel like it could fall flat on its face, and they lost a first and a second to do it, and. He's probably, I, I, I think just, he was making $10 million at Fox. I can't imagine right. what that contract is. So if I were him, though, not, and I, I get the competitor's mentality. Um, I heard someone, Kornheiser or Wilbon said it on PPI today, like the, the competitive nature 
you don't care who's in your division. You're going to take a job because you think you can win. And so why say no to going to the AFC West? Oh, I didn't even think about that. I, I thought you were but, just talking about Russell Wilson. No, but yeah, but that's good a, yeah. God, you're going to have to play. I said I thought Brady was going to Vegas. He might, he might not. He yeah, might go to San Francisco. To but Brady, Herbert, time. Mahomes is 40% of your schedule. And Mahomes doesn't go anywhere, and Herbert isn't. Obviously, Brady is. The Raiders are not a, a good sustaining sustain can you winning you can't even really say that brady's but, going anywhere before russell wilson though it would not shock me if brady played another three years and russell wilson only made it three more years that's a good point uh, so so from that like oh my gosh the afc west is just gonna be so good it's baffling I, I would just I and if i was brady i wouldn't go I, i'm just i'm like, so give glad me the I'm nfc the team that has to make it to the Super Bowl to play a meaningful yes. game against Patrick Mahomes. Yes. But not, not, not okay, we start two and two. This week five matchup's a big matchup for us. Oh, wait, matters. it's Patrick Mahomes in Arrowhead. Oh, <laughs> yeah, and if, and if we, you know, find a way to scratch and claw to get into the playoffs, let's go to Arrowhead, Arrowhead Divisional Round Weekend. No thanks. You know, and then... Because you're losing. Would you have... Well, you hate Kyler. But the Arizona job's still open. Yeah. And that's an easier division. And it's Uh, the right conference. I I think people don't want to deal with Kyler. $130 million guaranteed to someone who's 5'7". I'm saying 5'7". I know he's listed at like 5'10", but he ain't. Listed is not the same. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. Um, So, um, the AFC West is ridiculous. Uh, We have picked... Took the Chiefs. You're obviously taking the Eagles. Uh, it is going to be a hell of a matchup. Oh, but I wish you could think about that. Yeah, go ahead. So I, I think I broached this subject a couple weeks ago, but now we're here. Mm-hmm. If if you were in my shoes, and for those that don't know, I live in Phoenix. Oh yeah. How much would you pay? To go to this Super Bowl. Five. That's the cheapest one to get in the door. Yeah. But I'm not the problem is I would not go by myself. And right, so my wife would probably go. <laughs> yeah, that's ten. Yeah. Uh, um, which is a lot more than five. Yeah. I think you also factor in the Super Bowl was will never be cheaper. Yes. Because was it, was it, no travel yeah. cost, no flight, no hotel, you're not paying for food. Like you're you're going to the game, or and I'm sure you're going to do, do stuff that weekend. But this would be like, this would be like going to the game and then driving home from the Super Bowl. <laughs> like, what yeah. a weird. How weird is that? Weird, <laughs> what a weird thing. Like, oh, um, gotta find the car in the parking lot. The other reason, um, it's just the two of you. Well, my parents are going to be in town, so I was hoping okay. they pay for it. And they are not. <laughs> <laughs> not even like not even a second. Get Weldy to call him. Yeah, Mike. <laughs> um, no, there was there was not even a second of debate or anything. Yeah. Um, which I get. I, I did not yes. think if you had asked me before the year how much does it cost to get in the door at the Super Bowl, I would not have said five grand. I would have thought it was like two grand. What do you think about I- that? It sounds about right, but I also think if you're spending two, you might as well spend five. 
uh, well, my idea was if I show up, I'm not going to do this now because broadcasting to the whole world of listeners <laughs> that we have. But my, my original idea was I was just going to bring two grand in cash and see if I could get a ticket. And then mm. everybody was freaking well, out about it being fake. You got to go. You got to so. do it. I think, I, I, I think you have to. They might never make it again. And that's yeah, no, I, I get that. I, I'm not, I'm not saying, oh, we'll be back next year or anything like that. Like right. I, I right. know how final this fickle. could be. It can be, it can be fickle. Um, yeah. So there's a, well, well <laughs> if I were in the AFC, I would, I would know I wouldn't be back here yeah. again next year. <laughs> so there, if I, there if is, I, even if I were the Chiefs, I yeah. wouldn't be confident going into next year in the yeah, AFC. I might. Well, Patrick Mahomes has been the AFC championship five times. He's. That's insane. I'm glad that I think I think it might have been the first episode of this podcast. I was like, oh, by the way, Patrick Mahomes is the best football player I've ever seen. What about ever. you? Like he's just. You're, you're very emphatic about that, and you're not wrong. He's he's really good. A freak. And I think he's going to win. You think he's going to lose? You got to go to the Super Bowl. You got to go. We might. It sucks that it's two weeks from now. Yeah. Like that, I understand, and it's probably a good thing that a few guys getting right and stuff it sucks that Mahomes is getting right, but um, <laughs> it's like it's too long. <laughs> it sucks. It sucks. It, there's not. I was listening to some. I think it was Rich Eisen. It was like yeah. I've been doing this a long time. I know what these two weeks are like. Each day, the media picks a new poison for you to fall into. <laughs> It's like, just be careful about that because two weeks is a really long time. And they're running out of stuff to talk about. Coming for And you. yeah. And I'm not looking forward to any of that because it won't be pro Philadelphia. I can guarantee you that. Uh, 100%. The reports of Mahomes getting better and better, and better, and better. And that line is going to move. It's going to move. It's going to move. And it's going to be minus. It's going to be like fine. I mean, in my mind, plus are, one mind, or minus yeah. one. It doesn't matter. In, it's, a, it's a toss in, up. In my it's mind, a pick em. It, it's a pick em, Yeah. So it's 100% a pick em. So that brings us to the end of episode 12 of the Jack and Tuck pod. That was really fun. That was. That was great. That was great. Great one. Love you, Doug. Love you too. See you, buddy.